Super Talk Mississippi media production. What if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new Flowmaster exhaust system from Exhaust Pro in Macomb on Georgia Avenue? Cruise in style with Exhaust Pro of Macomb on Georgia Avenue. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the studio, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. We left here yesterday. It was a rain and fairly hard. Trying to. Trying its best. And we also discovered the bird's nest there. Oh, yeah, in the light <laughs> that I thought was chirping behind the trash can, but then I looked up and, oh, no, right there. <laughs> that was uh, really something, especially after we had the snakes here in the studio. <laughs> uh, that was pretty cool. I hope folks enjoyed that. I certainly did. Learned a lot uh, about snakes here in Mississippi in particular, but we had, what, a, a king snake? A is it speckled? Yeah, speckled, speckled king, king snake, snake and a corn, and a snake. corn snake. And you retrieved the, <laughs> the corn snake out of its little portable home there. Well, in fairness, the guy that was in charge of the snakes pulled it out of its home and handed it to me. So, oh, yeah, okay. I, I have right. no problem with snakes. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to imply that you just rushed in here and ripped the cover off. <laughs> Give me that snake. <laughs> well, that was fun. Uh, we had a lot of fun with that. So coming up on the program today at 1020, former U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst, he'll talk to us about further about the Initiative 65 lawsuit and the Supreme Court's decision to overturn the initiative and what that kind of means uh, going forward. Uh, Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn, has indicated, uh, made statements that he supports calling a special session to cure the ballot measure process. But I don't think he's weighed in on his position to take up a medical marijuana bill in a separate, uh, excuse me, a special session. I haven't seen anything on that. I know, I believe he was on with Paul this morning. I had an appointment unable to listen in. That's the way I understand it at this point. If anybody understands it differently, please let us know. Um, you, is that your understanding, Rhino? Have you taken a look at that? Uh, from what I can tell, yeah. There's there's a whole lot of support for a special session to uh, figure out and fix the ballot initiative process, but I haven't seen a whole lot of concrete anything on anybody talking about particular ballot initiatives or something like medical marijuana. Yeah, same here. I'm just looking at, here's a statement 
from the Speaker of the House, we 100% believe in the right of the people to use the initiative and referendum process to express their views on public policy. If the legislature does not act on an issue that the people of Mississippi want, then the people need a mechanism to change the law. I support the governor calling us into a special session to protect this important right of the people. And as we discussed yesterday, that uh, provision was established in 1992. Or at least reestablished. Yeah, that's right. I think there was uh, we had one, and for a long period of time did not, and then right reestablished. So we shall see where all that goes. Uh, already here on the ceasefire text line. Morning, everyone. Uh, this is from David. When are we going to get that next stimmy check? Running out of fun money. All right, back to work. <laughs> not to be confused with funny money, which is also apparently running out. No question. You know, one thing that folks probably, along those lines, have maybe not remembered is that the American Rescue Plan, a.k.a. helicopter money, it also included a provision to rather dramatically amend the child tax credit. And specifically, so the current credit is 2000 bucks with... I think it's either a twelve or fourteen hundred dollar refundable, and all that really means is that you have a credit of two thousand dollars to apply to any taxes you owe uh, on your tax liability, and and if you don't uh, have at least two thousand dollars to which to apply that credit, you still can get at least twelve hundred dollars, even if you don't have a liability. Meaning the government just sends you money. The change was made in the rescue plan to first increase the amount of the credit and secondly make it 100% refundable. So in this case, $3,000 for a child between the ages of 6 and 17, I think older than 6, or 6 and older, up to 17, below the age of 6, $3,600 per year, fully refundable. So what that means is that, let's say you had two children under the age of six. That entitles you to a $7,200 credit. As long as, by the way, the, there are income qualifications. As a married couple, your income has to be below 150000 And as an individual, like a single parent, 75000 which is consistent with the stimulus check eligibility and qualifications. So if you got that $7,200 from two kids... When you file your tax return and you, you square up between what was withheld from your pay, if you're just a, a typical employee where your employer, employer is withholding taxes, and you compute your tax liability, forget the, any taxes being withheld, just the amount of money you owe the government, and you apply that credit, let's say the amount of money you owe the government is zero. Meaning you didn't you didn't make enough money or you have enough of deductions to uh, result in a zero tax liability. The government's still going to send you seventy two hundred dollars, seventy two hundred dollars for two children. If your income is a married couple's below one hundred fifty grand, two children under six, it's one hundred percent refundable. Well, 
Those payments haven't even started yet. They, the IRS announced they will go into effect July 1. Half will be paid in the year 2021. The other half squared up on your 2021 return, trued up, when you file that next April, presuming that April 15th be, will be tax deadline, or whenever you file your return in, before April 15th. So, more money. The point is, more money about to get in folks' mailboxes or bank accounts if they qualify for this child tax credit. More money, more money, more money. The objective and the goal of the Democrats, and by the way, this is something Mitt Romney fully supports, is to make this permanent and rather than it being a credit as it currently exists that would be accounted for when you prepare and file your tax return, they want to continue this approach of sending money out every month. So, if again, if you qualify for $7,200 because you got two children under the age of six, you can do the math there, that's 600 bucks a month, and they're just going to send you a check, 600 bucks a month. That's the way it's going to work. So again, because it's fully refundable, doesn't matter if you owe taxes or not, 600 bucks a month. Here we go, more, more helicopter money. Ricky and Jackson says, where do I go buy some kids? <laughs> Amanda from Pike County, what, what are you showing there? That's beautiful garden there, Amanda. Appreciate you sending that. If more people did more of this, if people did more of this, no one would need a STEMI. I guess you're suggesting folks feed themselves? I, I like the pink um, flamingos there amongst <laughs> the plants. Do they scare away the birds? I would imagine they would scare away rodents. Gotcha. I support the new child tax credits. This from Donald in Oxford. Do you have any idea the cost of travel baseball? <laughs> With a little laughing emoji. Uh, yeah, I do, Donald. <laughs> I, uh, I did that for years as well. And uh, I, I certainly understand the cost. Uh, but it's totally worth it, as I know you. I'm sure you agree. Uh, let's see. So you can actually make a living sitting at home, being unemployed, and popping out babies. That on the C Spire text line. Being an essential employee sucks. You know, one of the things... That I have an article that CNN published, and it's quite long. We'll get into it later in the day. But anyhow, you, here's the gist of the article. It says that Joe Biden has basically eliminated the concept of what Ronald Reagan referred to as a welfare queen. Those that remember the Reagan campaigns, he made a big deal out of what was the truth, frankly. And what we're seeing, it, which is just people that have figured out a way to live off the government. What we're seeing today makes what was occurring in the Reagan era looked like petty cash, looked like snack money. And CNN says, by God, Joe Biden's figured it out. Sending all this money eliminates welfare and <laughs> welfare queens. Think about that. Coming up next after this break, we got honest Mike Hurst, former U.S. attorney, and I think he now was down at Phelps Dunbar. He's coming in. We're going to talk about 65. Stay with us.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny with a 40% chance of rain, high near 85. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 67. A 40% chance of rain for your Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 85. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, 40% chance of rain, high near 85. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino. Great news, everybody. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. A man walks down the street. He says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle of Welcome back to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Joining us now in the studio, our good friend Mike Hurst, former U.S. Attorney. Morning, Mike. Good morning, Gerard. 
Thanks for having me. First question is, did you do your patriotic duty and pay your taxes? Yeah, I paid my taxes. Uh, I'm I'm an old federal prosecutor, so I still pay mine on April 15th. So I paid them them weeks ago. I got you. (laughs) You know, just a side story real quickly. I once prosecuted a a tax protester, um, and it just so happened that you know, it came out in court that his birthday was on April 15th. So, anyway. I don't think the government gives you a pass if, you're, if your birthday's on the tax day. Well, it just goes to show that he has knowledge of that particular day. I got so. you. It's not like <laughs> it's right. I got you. Awesome. Well, you know, Rhino and I, we did the show Friday, and about two hours later, all hell broke loose when the Supreme Court says that 65 deal's out of here. Right. And, uh, wow, that just started a firestorm of commentary, analyses, and rebuttal, et cetera, and in some circles, celebration. Yep. But I'm just going to start off with this question for you, Counselor. Did the courts get it right here? I think they did. I think they did. I know a lot of Mississippians, you know, at least 74% are upset with the outcome, with the result. But at the same time, I think we as Mississippians should frankly celebrate this decision because it confirms the process of judicial restraint. And that's what we as conservatives believe that the courts should be doing. They should be reading the text of the Constitution, the text of statutes, and restraining themselves because they are their job is to interpret the law, not to make the law, not to change the law. Their job is to interpret the law, and they have to use the Constitution as the backstop, as the foundation in our form of government. And I think, you know, as we talked a little bit before we came on there, you know, you have conservative jurists on the Supreme Court on both sides of this, in the majority opinion of this decision and in the dissents in this decision. So it just goes to show you that even conservative jurists can make different decisions. But at the end of the day, I think the Supreme Court here, even though it it makes a lot of Mississippians mad. I think procedurally, substantially, from a constitutional standpoint, got it right and said the plain meaning of the language of the Constitution means what it says. Yeah. And, and you know, it's a good point, Mike, about uh, con- conservatism and, and applying conservative approaches here. But here's what I would offer, and, and, and I want you to react to this. This was not a matter where ideology should have even been at play. This was a math issue, a text issue. This wasn't a matter of, does the court think that medical marijuana should be lawful? That really what weren't they were considering. That's not what was before them. Uh, Or that people should have the the right to have a medical marijuana program if they choose. This was really about a, a very thorny technical issue with respect to the signature gathering process. That's exactly right. So just to give a little context, for the last 130, 140 years, uh, the only way, until 1992, the only way to amend the state constitution was through a legislative process. Okay. And then in 1992, the legislature changed that process and said it can be either amended by the legislature or by the citizens' initiatives. And so really, if you think about it, for only the last almost 30 years have we had this citizen-initiated process. But you're exactly right. At the end of the day, it comes down to the court interpreting the language of the Constitution. And for this citizen-initiative process, the legislature wrote that initiative and said that the signatures had to be one-fifth of each congressional district. And if you read that language, just 
plain on its face. We as lawyers are taught in law school, you read the language from a textualist standpoint. Okay. Uh, you, there's many different juror, uh, judges' interpretations, statutory ter- interpretation. But if you look at the language of the law and statutory um, interpretation uh, terms say, if it's plain on its face, then your interpretation as a, from a judge's standpoint stops there. Okay. And that's what this court said. Congressional district means congressional district. It means what you and I think it means, which is, I live in the third congressional district and I vote this way. Yeah. What the dissent in this case said was, well, state law, because if your uh, listeners remember, a group of federal judges changed our congressional districts because the legislature didn't do their job. Yep. But state law still says there are five congressional districts. Mm-hmm. And the dissent says, well, that should hold for purposes of this constitutional amendment. Well, that's crazy if you think about it. That means the statute, which could be passed by a majority of the legislature, could then change the Constitution. And that's not the way our form of government gotcha. is set up. That'd be like saying that a statute passed by Congress could change our Second Amendment right to keep and bear firearms. Right. We, that's not what we as Americans believe. We believe the Constitution is the bedrock foundation of our form of government. And constitutions control statutes. Statutes don't co- control the Constitution. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a great point. But I, I just wanted to... I think kind of clarified that uh, this isn't like, say, as complicated a matter as as gun rights, or, or the subject matter itself, or let's say abortion. Uh, those are very complex matters because you 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 get into things that aren't plain. I think it's maybe fair to say, but this is a math issue. I mean, so math is fairly finite, fairly plain. And this language is fairly finite yeah. and fairly plain, yeah. which is, to your point, one-fifth of electors from each congressional district. That's what it says. Yeah. And so if you only have four congressional districts, and you can only have 20% from each district, 20 times four, that's 80% of the vote. And so you don't, you never math get that. Work. No. All right, so I mean, tell even, us. even a dumb lawyer like me can do that math. <laughs> so. All right, so, so tell us uh, the three who dissented. What was their basis? So for that? It, it was. Uh, it Is was, that right? Yeah, that's correct. It was uh, Justice Maxwell, and then Justice uh, Chamberlain yeah. from North Mississippi, and I believe someone. Uh, let me just look real quick. Somebody joined in with Justice Chamberlain on his dissent, but but basically their their point was Justice Maxwell's point was you had three federal judges decide our new congressional maps. And so we should not allow federal judges to say our constitutional terms or sections are invalid. Gotcha. But, again, that doesn't make sense because, as the majority pointed out, the legislature, when they drafted this back in 1992, when they put one-fifth in the language, they knew – both legislatures before and legislatures after, that every 10 years we do the census. And every 10 years we decide what the yeah. congressional makeup is going to be. And even in the Supreme Court arguments, Justice Beam brought out the fact that in 1900, Mississippi had eight con- congressmen. And mm. then it started going down mm. and down, five in 1992, and now we're here, we're at four. So the legislature knows that we lose or we gain congressmen. Right. And so by putting one-fifth in there, they could have easily put in a, you know, I think like Senator Watson has said, or Secretary Watson now has said, they could have put in their pro rata share, yeah. Yeah. which means however many congressional districts we have, you break it down on equal 
terms. Yeah. But the way that Justice Chamberlain wanted to do it, which was saying current state law says we have five congressional districts, even though that's not true based upon the, the, the federal judge's decision. Current state law says we have five congressional districts. Therefore, even though it doesn't really apply for congressional districts, right. it should apply for this initiative. Yes. But again, the problem with that is the legislature could change that tomorrow and say one congressional district is Hines County. Yeah, exactly. One congressional district is Soto County. So yeah. they can manipulate okay. the initiative-driven process in the Constitution mm. just by a majority vote and changing a statute. Mm. And again, that's not what any, I think, Mississippian would want. No matter how fervent you are for marijuana or against marijuana, we have to go back to the Constitution and we have to give effect to the words of the Constitution. Otherwise, words don't mean anything. And we certainly need to protect the integrity of the ballot initiative process. Absolutely. I mean, it, the, the bar is fairly high, uh, but it should be. It should be. That's exactly right. And we shouldn't just be throwing anything and everything into the Constitution. Again, the Constitution should be the bedrock foundation yeah. for statutes and laws that the legislature makes. Um, and if you look back over that 100-year period from 1890s to 1992, there were multiple constitutional changes that were driven by the legislature, that was passed by the legislature. So the legislature has shown in the past, at least, that they can do their job. The question I think JT raised it yesterday was, why are they not doing their job now? Yeah. And that's why we, you know, had voter ID. That's why we had eminent domain. That's why we had all these other things. And that's why you're going to continue to have it. But the question is going to be now, does the legislature change the current initiative process? Because the legislature can still amend the Constitution. It's just now, as it stands, because of this decision, the citizens cannot go straight to that initiative process. Gotcha. And, and uh, I want to talk about that yep. after the break, the, the, sort of the mechanics of that, where we go from here. Stay with us, folks. The JT Show continues. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. 
Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right now, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where customers are game. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridgeland Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridgeland Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridgeland Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Following Friday's ruling by the Supreme Court, many were left wondering what that meant for active initiatives like Medicaid expansion and recreational marijuana. Encouraging the governor to call a special session, Secretary of State Michael Watson explained that while those measures are still technically active, it's doubtful that they'll make it to the ballot without action from the legislature. He went on to say that simple language can be changed in the code section in question that would ensure Mississippians can pass a ballot initiative regardless of the number of congressional districts in the state. And while noting that it may not have been his opinion, during a recent interview on Super Talk Mississippi, Aaron Rice said the Mississippi Supreme Court stuck to the letter of the law. I know here people feel like they kind of lost something that they wanted, you know, but you've got to zoom out and look at the big picture, which is you want the courts to interpret the Constitution and not start getting into how popular is this or, or what do the people want. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. 
If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the jt show super talk mississippi so uh mike off the air we were just discussing kind of the the framework and and the purpose of allowing citizens to get something on the ballot a measure on the ballot uh, it's more of a straight democratic approach to governing as opposed to a representative republican approach we elect representatives to make laws on our behalf in in this situation, at least in Mississippi, you're actually amending the Constitution. Right. Uh, you're not establishing or amending statute or law that we don't have such a provision in the state of Mississippi. Right. Some states do. Some ta- some states have a Constitution only. Some states have, I believe, Constitution and statute. I'm not sure if there are any states that have statute only. Right. I'm not sure of that case, but that's kind of irrelevant. So, explain to us what some of the risks are of uh, such a mechanism. Well, it it gets back to, um, like you said, are we going to have a direct democracy? And why do we have a legislature, if that's the case, or are we going to have a democratic republic? Yeah. We're going to elect our representatives to represent us in this legislature. Um, And I think it goes back to JT's point yesterday, which is, if you have an issue, then you wear your legislator out. You wear them out. Because they represent you. Our form of government is the will of the people governs. But the problem with sometimes, I think, the problem with uh, citizen-driven initiatives is it's written by someone, as in this case, this lobby for you know outside interests. These outside interests spend millions upon millions of dollars campaigning and marketing this. And I think a, a lot of the citizenry don't really know what's in it. And I think that was Mayor Mary's point yeah. and JT's point, which is it restricts a lot of the protection that we need to prevent you know, things coming into our cities or coming into our towns or our communities that maybe those individuals who live in those specific communities or cities do not want in their communities, right. like zoning rights. It, it, that initiative did not adequately address, in some people's mind, the issue of taxation, the issue of where the money goes, how the money can be used. There are all kinds of problems with that because once the initiative has been set, once the signatures have been received, the language is what the language is, warts and all. Yeah. And I think a lot of times that's the problem. One hypothetical, what's to present 
was to prevent a citizen from uh, starting getting signatures for an initiative that says the state of Mississippi shall pay every citizen $5,000 a month for their life and then submit that to the people of Mississippi. I don't think there's anything that would prevent that That's at this the point, concern, right? because we're thinking about the interest to ourselves rather than the duty or the responsibility on the back end. Yeah. And that's the concern. That's why we have a democratic republic for those individuals to represent it. I'm not saying they've done it well. I mean, they, did, they never addressed the congressional representation over the last 30 years. They never addressed this issue, this citizen initiative issue that they knew was broken. Yeah. They tried to address it six times, but they never got it over the finish line. And they never addressed the issue of medical marijuana, even after they right. saw it passed by 74% last year and yep. knew this was coming. They didn't address it this past session. You know, wear your legislators out on issues you believe in, but don't blame the Supreme Court when they do their job and they stand up for constitutional provisions. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I, I think the Supreme Court is just the wrong villain here. If you want to say that anybody, I guess, is responsible. And look, early on, and Rhino, I think you'll back me up on this, said it countless times, we're in this predicament because the legislature didn't act. And, you know, I know Joel Bumgar real well. It's no secret. He was um, the primary party that organized this effort and put a lot of his own dead gum money in it. And I think he got frustrated and said, I can't get any traction down here at the Capitol. I'll just take this thing on my own and I'll pursue the ballot initiative process. That's his right. Uh, and he orchestrated it, he organized it, he he funded a good part of the initiative process. He's well within his right to do that. And that's what put us in this predicament. Right. And um, But as long as and, and the, the the advantage to the legislative process, as messy as it is, as much as a sausage making factory that it is, yeah. the advantage is individuals from different interests with different ideas and and seen around different blind spots can come to a compromise that addresses a lot of the issues right. that a an initiative that is written in stone cannot be changed, has to be voted up or down yeah. by the citizenry, and then we have all kinds of unintended consequences. Yeah, so, you're, you're exactly but right. But I think Rhino, Rhino nailed it yesterday, he, and he may not know this, but he agreed with Chief Justice Roberts when he said, you know, judges are umpires. They're yeah. just calling the balls yeah. and strikes. They're calling, if you don't touch third base on that grand slam home run, it's nothing personal. I didn't want one team or the other to win. Yeah. My job is to enforce the rules, to enforce the law. And I think, again, despite where you come down on marijuana, I think the Supreme Court did a admirable job in doing that. Knowing it was likely to be an unpopular decision Absolutely. Uh, based on the votes. Absolutely. And the ballots. But, so. again, our our our, our country's history is filled with unpopular decisions that have given way to us seeing the wisdom in those decisions. You have to protect the integrity of the system. Yes, absolutely. Uh, because if we don't have integrity in the system, then we all lose, That's frankly, right. in that situation. Yeah, Rhino did make a great uh, metaphorical uh, example there. So where do we go from here? <laughs> well, I'm not in the legislature, so you might want to call your uh, senator or your legislator. Well, the speaker um, says he's for convening a special session to address the ballot initiative process, the broken aspects of that. 
but I haven't heard specifically at this point any members of the legislature, the governor, or the lieutenant governor, et cetera, say we need to convene a special session immediately to get a medical marijuana mm. um, program established. I haven't heard that. Maybe some of our listeners have, Rhino. I haven't seen any talk of that, and I wouldn't expect to at this point. Um, I, I think everybody's kind of laying low to see where uh, where the cards show up there. And that those are the two big questions. I mean, the legislature can address both of those. The legislature can put that uh, ballot initiative back on the ballot to be voted on by the citizenry. Or the legislature can just move forward and, and pass medical marijuana without any more involvement of yeah. the citizenry. They right. can do that job. They could have done that job this last legislative cycle knowing that this might happen. Yeah. But it didn't. Well, I think Joel's been pushing for it in the <laughs> Capitol for a while. He, you know, he's passionate about the issue, and uh, and so he's, what, in his fifth year, right. I believe, now? So, But, I, again, I, I think we should be, even, even if you disagree with the result, the outcome, the fact that medical marijuana is now not viable in Mississippi, even if you disagree with that outcome, you have to respect the decision and the way that they went about doing this decision and just looking at the specific terms in the Constitution. Again, the legislature wrote that term, and the legislature can go back and fix that term. That is Democratic, Republican government at work. Yeah. Call your legislature or get them to change it if you want it changed. Well, and so another question I would ask you, in your opinion, should we have a ballot initiative process that would allow the citizens to establish or amend law? It's a it's an interesting question because, again, even though it feels like we've always had this right, it's only been on the books for about 29, 28, yeah. 29 years. Yeah. So let's look at what it has done. It has accomplished eminent domain yeah. protection. When the United States Supreme Court said that governments can take your private property for a private developer, yep. basically, uh, Justice O'Connor said, uh, that decision basically says, I can take your house and turn it into a mall. I can take your farm and turn it into a factory. I can take your Motel 6 and turn it into a Ritz-Carlton. The government can do these things. When the United States Supreme Court decided that, I think about 44 states responded. Thank God that, you know, I guess we reinvigorated the Tenth Amendment here, but 44 states responded and said, no, that's ridiculous. Right. That's not who we are as people. And that included, in 2011, the citizens of Mississippi. Yep. But, again, the question is, on the table, is that going to be under judicial scrutiny now? Yeah. Voter ID. And Aaron addressed this yesterday. Voter ID is in a similar situation, but I think it's in a better situation because the legislature came back after the Constitutional Amendment was passed and put into statute voter identification requirements. So I don't think voter ID is necessarily in peril as much as the eminent domain is if anyone were to challenge it. Well, that. the question came up, and, and Aaron said, uh, he, he answered affirmatively, could a party challenge a law? Could they go take it to court and say the, the law, like such as voter ID, is yeah, just unconstitutional? I, absolutely, or, yeah. because that's what Aaron does for a living. That's, that's exactly what he said. That's exactly what he said. That's he why I started laws. it. <laughs> exactly. He challenges laws on the books absolutely. all the time. Just so, because the law has been on the books for years does not mean it is unconstitutional. This is why I we agree. are where we are today. That we, law has been on the books for almost 30 years. That's right. And the Supreme Court has now found that constitutional amendment unconstitutional.
All right, we got a break. We got a good discussion. You want to hang around? Absolutely. Yeah, we got Mike Hurst, uh, former U.S. attorney. We're talking about Initiative 65 and all kinds of fascinating legal facts and analysis from Mike. We'll be right back. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Hi, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> oh, yeah, baby! We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. Here's Uncle Cy. What's your favorite kind of bug? Oh, I don't have a favorite bug. Me and bugs don't get along. The scariest one to me is the big spiders. They had spiders in Vietnam so big that when they made their web, it would stick you, okay, and hold you there, and here comes a giant spider. What do you think about that? Scary, ain't it? If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years At Havard Pest Control, the difference is clear At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard Havard Pest Control Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 6 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net now taking same day appointments. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange July cotton was up 78 to 83.10. December cotton was up 81 to 82.52. At the opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down 6 and a quarter to 15.81 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were down 1 and 3 quarters to 15.24 per bushel. July corn was up nine and a half to six sixty-two per bushel. September corn was up a nickel to five seventy-one and a half per bushel. At the market till August live cattle was up one hundred two to one nineteen forty-five. October live cattle was up eighty-two to one twenty-four twenty-two. August feeders down forty to one fifty-two thirty-five. September feeders down twenty-five to one fifty-three ninety-seven. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down fifty-five points, thirty-four thousand two seventy-one. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And find what you're looking for today. Cotton isn't a crop, it's a calling. 
That's why you battle resistant weeds with guts and determination. BASF helps you win with the most effective in-season weed control program on the market. The powerhouse trio of Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook are best-in-class post-herbicides, each with a different mode of action, so weeds don't stand a chance. Protect your calling at CottonWeedControl.com. Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook herbicides, made for this. Ingenia herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Always read and follow label directions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino on this Tuesday. And we've got Mike Hurst, former U.S. attorney in the studio. We've been talking a lot, Mike, about all the legal nuances, shall we say, associated with uh, this Initiative 65. And, and what's interesting about this, it's, it's not only the initiative itself, and the establishment of a medical marijuana program, but it's the ballot initiative process right. that's been brought to light, and that's what we've been talking about. So we have one a listener that says, if the legislature fixes the initiative process, I hope they include language saying you cannot use the process to create an entitlement, such as, he says Medicare expansion is really Medicaid. Right. So that, and then you get into a situation well, what, where you're What's asking, the definition of entitlement? Yeah. Uh, well, and you could... <laughs> What other matters should not be, um, you know, permitted for? Well, and it's kind of to JT's point yesterday, and I've heard this point raised a lot, is, you know, do we really want to um, enshrine into our Constitution yeah. specific products like marijuana? You know, it, do we want to use that process to put specific preferences for things or items or products into our Constitution? Our Constitution it's supposed to be kind of the broad general framework of what we believe our form of government should be. You know, the right to bear arms, uh, no due process without life, liberty, or property. Right. Things like that. General, big general ideas. It shouldn't be, you know, you have to go down to the corner store and get approval from this person to sell this product. I mean, the specifics is what should be worked out in our legislature. Yeah. And again, if you are upset with this issue, Wear out your legislature. Their job is to represent you. Yep. And if they're not doing their job, we'll find another legislature. Well, you know, one question I, I've thought about is, I, I wonder how many people actually asked of the candidates in, let's say, in 2019, where do you stand on medical marijuana? How, how important an issue was that? And did anybody, say, cast their vote on the basis of a candidate's position on that? Right. Uh, now that uh, it, it appears to be very popular, obviously, based on, on the vote. 
but now it's been struck down, and we got to rely on some other mechanism, likely the uh, the legislature, to create a program. I wonder how important that was to people, and if they asked them. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I, all I know is the, the 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 fear I had from the unintended consequences of this initiative, with the amounts, with the generic language as to who could get a prescription, with the taking away of the uh, local citizens' right to zone this in their particular counties or, or cities. Um, this takes away a lot of control of individual citizens while giving control to a lot of out-of-state groups right? for their, for their financial benefit, frankly, Yeah, at the expense of us. Well, uh, I'm not sure how much of our audience realizes that the state of Alabama just passed a medical marijuana program, and I did a little research on that, on, on some of its uh, provisions. But with respect to the number of dispensaries, I believe is what uh, they are referred to in Alabama, I think the limit is 27 across the state. And uh, let's see, licensed dispensaries. The legislation allows up to 27 locations, The commission, a commission that they would form to oversee the entire program, that's also in the statute, would issue dispensaries dispensary license, not sure how to say that, <laughs> to as many as four companies that could have each three dispensary sites mm. in separate counties. Mm. So that's an interesting approach. I don't well, know where they came up with 27. Uh, again, but. I think it's 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 in the providence of the legislature to analyze these 35 or so States. states that have yep. already done this yep. and come up with what works best for Mississippi. Yep. We should not be putting into the Constitution you know, generic language that has all these unintended consequences that I think are going to adversely affect many Mississippians. And so, again, legislature, do your job, get together, come up with a compromise, and do something if this is what your constituents want. Yeah. It, it also does uh, – the Alabama law says dispensaries could locate only in cities and counties whose governing bodies have approved them. I mean, that's what we as Republicans believe. We believe the best form of government is that which is closest to us. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I applaud Mayor Mary for standing up for her citizens in the city of Madison. That's what – you know, they're, they're the ones that we hold responsible. They're the ones that we have probably the most contact with of those, you know, mayors or councilmen or, or whomever. And I, again, I, I think it's it's we are doing us ourselves a disservice when we complain about the federal government and federal overreach and state and we want states' rights and yet we don't complain about, you know, the state taking away sometimes the right of our local elected citizens. Yeah, I totally agree. And it goes back it goes both ways now. I mean, you, we <laughs> the state took away sanctuary cities for some of our right. local elected. That's so right. it's not perfect, but again, I think the best form of government is that which is closest to us. I I totally agree. And uh anyhow, appreciate you coming on Absolutely. today, Mike. It's been a good discussion and thanks for clarifying much of the uh the legal complexities. Well, I don't know if there. I clarified anything, <laughs> but uh I think the Supreme Court got it right on this one procedurally. Sounds good. We'll take a break right here, folks. We got news on tap for you. The JT show continues after that. On God's Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News. 
News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden's in Michigan to tour a Ford electric pickup truck plant and promote his infrastructure spending plan. He proposes a $174 billion plan to boost new battery production facilities. President Biden also wants to spend $15 billion and a half million electric vehicle charging stations by the end of the decade. The White House argues the U.S. is falling behind China, saying despite pioneering the technology, the U.S. is behind in the race to manufacture these vehicles and the batteries that go into them. Fox's Rachel Sutherland traveling with the president. Fifteen states reported zero COVID-19 deaths yesterday. The Centers for Disease Control reports 60% of American adults have now gotten at least one coronavirus vaccination shot and more restrictions are lifting. Vermont is starting to hold jury trials again, the first since the pandemic began. Starting tomorrow, vaccinated New Yorkers no longer have to wear masks or socially distance. Fox's Tanya J. Powers in New York. America's listening to Fox News. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. House Speaker Philip Gunn supports the governor calling a special session to reinstate the initiative process, which the Mississippi Supreme Court struck down on Friday. There needs to be uh, a consideration given, uh, a plan developed. How are we going to do that? How are we going to reinstate that process? Doing so will require a two-thirds vote in both chambers and then approval by voters. Since there are no elections this November, it wouldn't get on the ballot till November of 2022. Reinstating the initiative process is a completely different issue than medical marijuana. Lawmakers would have to decide whether or not they want to address both issues. Congressman Michael Guest has introduced a bill to help get more body cameras to law enforcement officers in smaller rural areas. The body-worn camera act will help create both transparency and trust between law enforcement and the community that they serve. I'm Kelly Bennett. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash MS vaccine paid for by AARP. This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 
Building prices are up, but if you're selling lumber, you're hardly getting anything for it. That according to Lee Garland, owner of the Garland Group. The chemicals that go into the lumber to treat it and the chemicals that are used in the concrete and different things that are that go into your house, those chemicals are hard to come by. The labor, skilled labor, is hard to come by. That forces the price of new builds up, the demand for existing builds rises, and sellers can get more for existing homes. Your chance to make Mississippi motorists laugh while spreading a message of safety is back. The Mississippi Department of Transportation is asking for your wittiest one-liners that could be featured on the state's highways as their 2021 Safety Message Contest will run through June 17th. After all entries have been submitted, MDOT will select five winners. To learn how to enter, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk, Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Great discussion with uh, Mike Hurst. Really appreciate him. I tell you, Rhino, the last two days we we've gotten kind of a rudimentary legal education between Mike and Aaron. Really appreciate that. And I'm sure there are lawyers out there who disagree with uh, their positions and and analyses, but that's what courts are for, to sort out those differences. Plus, I imagine if all lawyers agreed, none of them would get paid as much. Yeah, they they thrive on disagreement. They call call it churning the file. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, I, I never forget, I had a case, oh, many years ago, middle 90s, and a psychiatrist was deposed. 
and the psychiatrist made the statement during the deposition that lawyers were amongst a, um, a population, <laughs> a profession, that where there's a high occurrence of obsessive-compulsive disorder. <laughs> and he made this statement, I'll never forget. He said, anybody that hands you a foot-high document and calls it a brief, they're OCD. <laughs> That's what the psychiatrist said. Oh, my gosh. But anywho, so, um, but appreciate Mike and Aaron for joining us on the program, and, and hopefully that was helpful and informative to our audience. I certainly felt it was. On the ceasefire text line this morning, medical marijuana law should have it where citizens who get the card should forfeit their driver's license and give up their guns. Hmm, that's an interesting approach. I don't feel like that one would garner broad support. What do you think? Mm, no, especially when you include the, the term medical in there. Yeah, I'm not exactly. So, you know, I think it's a situation where you either agree there is some clinical value to medical marijuana or, or you don't. So I, I know that a, a popular refrain is, well, we need to really put the wood to the taxes on it because... I mean, I agree there should be a, a warning label on it saying it may cause drowsiness, just like any other medication that may cause drowsiness, or a warning label that says don't operate heavy machinery. Okay. Like other medication enough. that fair you enough. have where don't operate heavy machinery, but to turn in your driver's license or to hand over your firearms, that seems... Well, especially mm, if it's a bit of an overreach for medicinal purposes, right? Uh, I mean, if we if we went down that path, you, could you not attach that to, I guess, a number of drugs that you that you would take, you would ingest that cause you to, I guess, lose your faculties, not have a hundred percent of your faculties. Let's put it. There that are way. more drugs available with a prescription that could reduce your ability to drive a car than we have time to list in the rest of this show. Yeah. And it's agree. not always stuff that you're thinking about. I mean, you, you think of something like Vicodin. Yeah, Vicodin can impair your ability to operate heavy machinery. Yeah. But something as, as simple as blood pressure medicine, like Enderol, can seriously have an impact on you, especially when you start taking it. Yeah. So. Yep. I take uh, a low dose of, of blood pressure medicine, low sartan. And when I first started taking it, it made me, and it says, it may make you dizzy. And for a couple of days it did, and then my body, I guess, got adjusted to it. And uh, all is good now, thank God. Um, Buckeye Steve says, if it's medical marijuana, why do we not just distribute it through pharmacies? Why do we need something special? Because the federal government had to take away the hippies' plaything in the 60s. Correct. If, if you want the most basic answer. Yep. Because okay. it's illegal at the federal level and pharmacies have to be licensed federally. That's right. And it, it's a much more complex undertaking for them with the transactional processing issues and things like that. I think the court saved our bacon on a financial basis. The legislature will get the money to the state. That from Kyle in Indianola. I, I hear you, Kyle, but here, here's where I'm going to disagree with you. It's less than peanuts, the amount of money. It's teeny tiny fractional amount of money. Uh, even if you were to throw a really big number at it from a tax perspective, it, it's just not – and, you, of course, you tax yourself out of business, right? You, you 
California already figured that out. They have an onerous tax on medical marijuana. And as a result, the black market thriving, still going strong. So there, there are ways around it to acquire, obviously, marijuana. No secret there. It's happening every day, 24 hours a day. And so that's the risk there. You get the taxes so high. But let's just say it comes in the way Alabama did at 9%. Well, you remember, Rhino, when we had uh, the gentleman who is, his name escapes me right now, the president of the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association. I'll think of it in a minute. Uh, and, and I asked him point blank, how big do you think the industry will be? And that wasn't, the question wasn't, what will the retail sales be? It was, how big will the industry be? Ken Newberger. That's it. And $350, $400 million. He said in two to three years, as you recall, he qualified that once fully implemented and, and uh, completely uh, on board. So let's just say that two-thirds of that's retail. $250 million bucks is retail. And you apply a 9% tax to that. It's $20 bucks, roughly $21 million. Let's say it costs $5 million to operate it. There's some costs. There's expenses to regulate, operate. It leaves you 13, 14 million bucks. All right, well, let's put that in perspective, which you hear a lot from our legislature. Things are always expressed in terms of teacher pay raise. You agree? You hear that a lot. That amount of money equals this much in terms of a teacher pay raise. Well, it's $50 million a year for a $1,000 a year teacher pay raise. So let's just say you took all that money and you used it. And I'm not suggesting that's the best use of it. I'm just suggesting that's one that comes up a lot, especially with, I think, most in our legislature and statewide elected uh, governor, et cetera, saying that they'd like to see our teacher pay elevate to the level of the surrounding states. I've heard them say that on our air. All right, well, that covers about 250 bucks a year of it. That's when it's fully implemented. Now, you could say, well, we could increase the taxes. But, of course, when you increase the taxes, then you run the risk that you decrease the revenue. And, in fact, you may stimulate the black market, even, as a result. And you've got the whole debate about medicine and taxes. Exactly. Because if it's prescribed by a doctor, right? what other prescription that you take and get filled do you pay tax on? Zero. None. It's tax-free. Not subject to sales tax. So in, so in Alabama, just for comparative purposes, the tax rate is 9% of retail sales. And I believe it does go, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to, uh, yeah, it would go to their general fund. There's also an annual privilege tax that businesses would pay essentially a license, annual license fee. They don't state. I can't find how much that is, but my guess is that's not a whole lot. So they would use, uh, according to... Depends on what your definition of a whole lot of money is. Exactly. And so I, I'm not being argumentative about it, Kyle. I'm just saying for perspective, let's just look at the, the data, the actual numbers from a finance perspective. It's uh, The only point I'm trying to make is... I think it's disingenuous to think, man, if we brought that in here and taxed it, just money would just be, would just fill up the state's coffers and we would just uh, just be rolling in dough. Well, that's just not the case. 
Think about the one. No, it might be a boost to local economies in in a small part. Sure. But yeah, as far as tax revenue, it's minimal. Yes. Well, and those local economies would have to participate as well. And so that sort of begs the question how many would opt out and are they opting out of additional revenue opportunities in that case with the sales tax diversions and property taxes that would be paid? So in the case of Alabama, revenue in excess of what is needed for regulation, that's what similar to what I was just saying a minute ago, five or six million. But I'm just estimating that's the amount it would cost. It may be a little less or more, it's probably not far off, would go to the state general fund in Alabama in a new medical cannabis research fund. How about that? Who would do the research? The bill would establish the Consortium for Medical Cannabis Research that would include the Hudson Alpha Institute for Biotechnology, the Southern Research Institute, and colleges designated by the Alabama Commission of Higher Education. Well, that's an interesting approach. So, just giving you some feel for what our neighbor to the east is doing. We'll take a break right here. We come back the JT Show. Don't forget, we got Senator Angela Hill in the studio, I believe at 12.05. Stay with us. Morganstown has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. No Drip Roofing in Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing in Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. 
Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful, from trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. From a small job to total transformations, just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. us into this segment on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. They were popular. I'm going to get gushy on you a little bit. They were popular when my wife and I were engaged and I was uh, working in California. I know I've talked about that a little bit. And, and my, my fiance, now my wife at the time, was back here in Mississippi. And uh, the Hollow Notes song, Kisses on My List, was very popular at the time. So, and all I had was a little AM radio in my rented vehicle when I was out there. And, and it used to come on. But anyhow, it used to remind me, uh, get a little sentimental of uh, my fiance at the time. Um, so, the. Uh, Kyle here also says, I thought in a few years it was going to be a billion-dollar-a-year business. Kyle, I'm not sure that I've, I've personally never seen an estimate or never heard anybody estimate. You, you may have. But I don't think the projections for medical were ever at a billion, but there were people projecting that it would very quickly roll into recreational, which, with the state's population could be argued it could hit a billion yeah and here for for comparative purposes colorado uh, people are familiar they and washington first states in the country to legalize recreational marijuana 2014 if i'm not mistaken is when that happened that sounds right and uh, looking at a uh, report of course uh, i've said before i had an, an office a big office out in denver um, inglewood specifically Anyhow, last year, 2020, record-breaking sales, $2 billion. All right, so $2 billion in a state that has a population about two-plus uh, a, a little bit us. All right, so if you extrapolated, okay, if we had rec, maybe we do a billion. Here's one thing, though, to keep in mind. 
marijuana is a big draw for visitors to the state of Colorado. So you no longer have to have a passport. Right. You ain't got to fly to Amsterdam. There you go. You can just go to the ski slopes of Denver. Amsterdam, home of legalized dope. Legalized everything. They've legalized prostitution, too, right? I think so. Yeah. So anyhow, $2 billion in, in retail sales. All right? And that is the highest amount, says the Colorado Department of Revenue, in, the, in their history. And here's how they tax it. Just, again, for comparative purposes, they tax it at it's 2.9% sales tax, both on medical and recreational, and then a 15% excise tax on retail marijuana. And they appropriate that money to local governments, states' education, transportation, and a marijuana cash tax fund. I'm not sure what that is. 65% of the revenue comes from 15%, the 15% uh, excise tax, and uh, 90% of that, by the way, is reserved for the general fund. The local governments get 10. All right, so it looks like they average about $250 million a year total revenue on sales of $2 billion with what amounts to a 17.9% combined tax. So you can kind of do the math there and see where that's going. But again, keep in mind, I saw a report I shared with Rhino off the air that suggested 23% of the people that travel into Colorado do so for the purpose of buying pot. Of course, it kind of goes with the slopes and stuff, right, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't ski or smoke would, pot. But. I've never been snow skiing, and I would imagine I would want all my faculties. <laughs> Keep you on your feet, on your skis. <laughs> it, it brings new meaning to the to the phrase. I mean, you're already a mile high up there. <laughs> oh, we could just go crazy. <laughs> I was just thinking about, you got over your skis. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. Um, well, anyhow, let's see, Scott and Rankin County, if you look at how Washington State and Colorado State are run, do you really want Mississippi to be in the same as those two states? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just providing the some point of reference, that's all, from a monetary perspective. I, I, think, I just think it's a little aggressive to believe that we, again, would just be showered with public money from taxation. That's all I'm saying. And it depends, of course, on the tax structure. Right now, ours is a 7 ours, the Initiative 65, called for 7%, as you know. And I don't even think it referred to it as a tax. I think it was a fee. I, I could be wrong in the language of the bill, because it, it didn't go, as most people know, and I think there are some people that object to this, that money was directed to the uh, to fund the cost of oversight and regulation that would be done by the Department of Health in accordance with Initiative 65. And I know there's a lot of folks that certainly have issues with that, um, but it's cost something. You have to admit. I don't know what that figure is. Uh, I haven't done the the uh, the modeling on that and, and talked to anybody that's involved, say, at the Department of Health of I'm sure they've already been working quite feverishly on putting together the organizational model, and but there's costs involved, um, and so you'd have to pull those out 
and whatever's left over uh, would be available. In the in the case of um, the the sixty five, that wasn't the case. None of that money ended up in the general fund. But anyhow, so that's just interesting. The state of Alabama, we talked about kind of how they handled it. This is something else that, that's worth keeping in mind, is that some of the ob- objections you heard, or one of the objections that you heard to 60, about 65, was uh, rather lenient on who could qualify, I guess, for a prescription, and uh, who would be able to use the products. And many just said, well, heck, that's effectively recreational. Marijuana. If you say you have, I think chronic pain, if I'm not mistaken, was one of the categories. Which I think that's a little disingenuous because even if it's, even if you have an overarching thing like back pain or anxiety or sleep disorders or depression, where any number of illnesses or disorders could fall under that umbrella, you still got to go to the doctor. Yeah. It's not like you're just going to the store and picking it up. Which is recreational. Right. right. And so you've, you've, to some extent, you're obviously relying on the integrity of the physician. Right. And, and you could very well wind up, like in California, where you've got the dispensary on one side of the street, the doctor's office on the other side of the street, and you go in the doctor's office, and it's a dude in a Hawaiian shirt with his feet <laughs> propped up going, and your name is? Here you go. Yeah. Where's my cash? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, but the only point I was going to make is if if the legislature, let's say, sees fit to, to draft legislation, and I haven't seen what was um, what was in fact drafted over on the Senate side as kind of a standby deal. I I, I didn't read it. I want to say maybe it was Kevin Blackwell that was uh, that sounds right. Yeah, the author there. But anyhow, it, it, let's say you you do more strictly limit who would qualify for a prescription, keep in mind that would also limit the, the business opportunity and, and the, what we call the total addressable market, the TAM. And if you limit the addressable market, well, that obviously limits the revenue, the profit, the taxes. So that would have to be considered as well in, in the modeling and in the uh, pro formas. Here's what Alabama allows it for. Autism, cancer-related weight loss or chronic pain, Crohn's, depression, epilepsy or condition causing seizures, HIV, AIDS-related nausea or weight loss, panic disorder, Parkinson's, persistent nausea not related to pregnancy, PTSD, sickle cell, spasticity associated with diseases including ALS and multiple sclerosis and spinal cord injuries, terminal illness, Tourette's, chronic pain for which conventional therapies and opiates should not be used or are ineffective. Now, I'm sure that that list was developed in concert with physicians that have experience in um, using and prescribing marijuana for medical purposes to treat those conditions. I, I certainly would expect that. The legislation also says medical marijuana should not be the first option, but should be used only, quote, after documentation indicates the conventional medical treatment or therapy has failed, unless current medical treatment indicates that use of medical cannabis is the standard of care. Wow, that's a mouthful. It is time for a break. You want to give us a call? You can in the next segment, 888 808-8637. 
Lots of folks texting in on 601-879-4395. Appreciate all the interaction. Try to get to all those texts when we come back after this break. national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. New Care MD is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. For health care the way it should be, visit NewCareMD.com. That's NewCareMD.com. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. House Speaker Philip Gunn supports the governor calling a special session to reinstate the initiative process, which the Mississippi Supreme Court struck down on Friday. There needs to be uh, a consideration given, uh, a plan developed. How are we going to do that? How are we going to reinstate that process? Doing so will require a two-thirds vote in both chambers and then approval by voters 
since there are no elections this November. It wouldn't get on the ballot till November of 2022. Reinstating the initiative process is a completely different issue than medical marijuana. Lawmakers would have to decide whether or not they want to address both issues. Congressman Michael Guest has introduced a bill to help get more body cameras to law enforcement officers in smaller rural areas. The body-worn camera act will help create both transparency and trust between law enforcement and the community that they serve. I'm Kelly Bennett. Confidence. Peace of mind. A way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, you'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, you'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Mondays at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. And where down we go. everyone the jt show super talk mississippi appreciate everyone uh, joining us today one bottle of hydrocodone would last me six months but i am considered a junkie because i need oh i'm 54 with back problems and i can hardly get pain medication but they're gonna give medical marijuana to people for a headache one bottle of hydrocodone would last me six months but i'm considered a junkie because I need it sometimes. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, seems the older we get, those old songs make us more melancholy. Don't listen to Alan Jackson's Remember When or You'll Squall. That <laughs> from Dave from um, Ripley. Appreciate that, Dave. Paula Meridian says you can't die from marijuana. People also need to realize the black market is alive and well in Mississippi. Yeah, it, it is. In fact... I think most people realize this. It's being transacted 
in the halls of the schools and the school grounds every day. I'm not honestly. I, I'm. I, I would like to understand the objection to the location of a dispensary, a treatment center within a certain distance from a school. And I'm not saying I'm opposed to that restriction. I'm just saying that is the concern because you're worried about school kids going into a dispensary? I seriously doubt they could, right? You've got to be a certain age and you've got to have the prescription. Or is it just they don't want them to see it that I, you know, I, what's just trying to understand that what the objection is? I, the, like I said, it's being, it's being sold and bought on the school grounds, right in the halls every day, and it ain't nothing new. It's been going on for sixty years at least. All right, Thomas and Greenwood, go. Hey, Jordan, I have a. You know, since this Supreme Court decision, I've kind of been struggling with how to feel about this. But after listening to Mike Post, I agree that, you know, we are not a direct democracy. And, you know, I would call it the tyranny of the majority is a real threat uh, Mm -hmm. when you are a direct democracy. So going forward, when the legislature addresses the uh, ballot initiative process, what would be the best way to to, to go about that? I think that... uh, you know, we shouldn't have an initiative that says, excuse me, that the legislature shall pass medical marijuana. Wouldn't a better alternative be to say the legislature shall bring up for a vote some for some bill addressing medical marijuana? Um, you know, I'm a fan of legislative inaction. I think it saved us more times than we realize. And, you know, we just need to come up with it. We wouldn't even need a ballot issue process if we could come up with a way that so many bills are, you know, to stop the way that so many bills are killed each year by the speaker and by the lieutenant governor. You know, the most contentious bills, we never know how our legislators stand on it because they never have to vote on it because anything, anything that's contentious can be stuck away in a committee and allowed to die. So it, Maybe a you know maybe a, a good fix for this would be to have some form of a ballot initiative where they couldn't stick legislation way to die. Yeah, I'm not following you. So you're, you're you're saying that you want to eliminate the committee process? Well, we have to come up with a way that it's not so easy for contentious bills to be stuck away in committee. I'll use the flag as a perfect example. How many bills do you think were introduced in the 20 years from the time? There was a vote on it in, in 2001 up until the flag was changed. I, I have no idea. Well, one year there was 21 bills introduced that all died and committed to change the flag. So, I mean, it was, it's just an easy way for legislatures not to have to address an issue. And if we, if we come up with a way to stop so many bills from being killed in committee, I don't think the initiative process would be such a would be such an issue because the things that are brought up in the initiative process are bills that have been previously introduced and died. Just like you said, Joel Bongar, he he had bills to introduce medical marijuana that all died in committee, so we went the ballot initiative route. Voter ID, there were bills to enact voter ID, but no one wanted to touch it, so it had to go the initiative and referendum route. Yeah, and, I guess I'm not following you. So I'm, I think what I'm hearing you say is you think 
that all 3,000 bills introduced every year in the legislature just should go straight to the floor? No, but maybe if there's a ballot initiative, it would be not to say the, the, legislature, the, the legislation should pass, it's the legislation should be followed for a vote. Maybe have an initiative and referendum process that didn't say, you know, the state of Mississippi is going to have a medical marijuana program. Just say the legislature of the state of Mississippi shall introduce and at least have a vote on a bill for a medical marijuana program. Then you can, the you, people would Thomas, know where you, you can do that now. You can do that now. You could absolutely put a ballot measure out there initiated by the citizens. It would become an amendment to the Constitution. But that amendment would say it would essentially direct the legislature go to go take it up. That's what 65A did, which was a which was a measure that was referred to the ballot as an option in accordance with the law and what it allows by the legislature. But it, it was only it was only pertaining to medical marijuana. I'm saying well, they could do it for anything. An option, yeah. But it, you know, that's what the initiative and referendum process should be, rather than what it what it was prior to the Supreme Court knocking it down, because. Like like Mike Hurst said, you could have you could have a, a ballot initiative that said you know the state of Mississippi should be, shall give every citizen five thousand dollars a year. Right. I mean, you could do anything with that, and it is right for abuse. And like I said, I'm str- I'm just struggling with this because you know part of me hates to see the the the, the will of the people struck down. Yep. But I also realize the dangers of having a direct democracy because you end up with the tyranny of the majority. Uh and it, you know, with the, with the ballot initiative process the way it was, we were going to have Medicaid expansion, which was the sole reason that Tate Reeves won. He was the, the the thing that differentiated him from his opponents was he was against Medicaid expansion, and that was what what probably allowed him to win the election. Uh, yeah, I'm not really. Uh, I hear you. I'm not really sure what you're you're advocating for. Honestly, I ca- I can't follow it. I, it's like you want to you want a ballot. Uh, referendum process that the people could initiate, but you want to, I guess, put some restrictions on it. Um, one that exists right now, for the benefit of our listeners, is uh, no ballot measures can be uh, uh, initiated by the citizens that would impact PERS. That's not, that's actually stated in the laws. So, um, that in that respect, there is at least that restriction. But it, I don't, I'm not aware that there are any others. I'm pretty sure it's it's only purse that is impacted there. So, I, you know, I don't think I'd be in favor of just abandoning the committee process. I don't think that that makes sense. Uh, I I think the best thing people should do, in my view, is when they know these bills are being considered and debated and going into committee and all that information is publicly available and easily accessible, is to give your representatives a shout. Tell them where you stand. And if enough people call them and inform them of their position, maybe that's how they will vote in the committee. But the the power structure that exists is it's um, it's legacy. It's been there for a long time. I think it seems to work pretty well. I just don't know that it makes sense to abandon the committee process or if you started to put all these restrictions on the way that should work so that, I don't know, everything gets exposed. But you can, again, you can influence. You can you could call them. I, I think people need to get more involved. It, it seems like we get more involved and we get um, kind of perturbed and bent out of shape about our reps when something doesn't 
go our way. And I, I just wonder how many times that's the case where we as people didn't question our reps about their position on certain matters. Medical marijuana is an example. I, I don't remember that even coming up in any of the debates in 2019 for statewide offices or for any offices for House or Senate. Maybe it should, you know, if that's a, an important enough issue. Hey, where did you stand? It's the same, I think, could be said with respect to the flag. I know the governor made his statement and stated his position on that a fair amount while he was campaigning, but I don't know that I recall any legislators saying anything about that, and or I don't recall at any of the events I went to any citizen asking, hey, where do you stand on that? I'm talking about in 19. Nonetheless, we got to go, Thomas. Appreciate that. Jeff in Jackson, I know you're on the line. If you'll hang with us, we'll get you after the break. Stay tuned, folks. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny with a 40% chance of rain, high near 85. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 67. A 40% chance of rain for your Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 85. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, 40% chance of rain, high near 85. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, an excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Despite helping advance farmers' understanding of soil health, conservation, water quality, and carbon sequestration over the past seven years, the National Corn Growers Association is shutting down its flagship sustainability program, the Soil Health 
partnership at the end of this month. The partnership was one of the first moves by a major commodity group to directly promote soil health practices by providing direct testimonials and research from fellow farmers. The Soil Health Partnership helped drive other organizations and agribusinesses to directly invest in the -the on-the-farm conservation practices that sequester carbon in the soil. Staff at the Soil Health Partnership and the National Corn Growers Association have said that the program had been unable to sustain its funding as the partnership expanded. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. There's not a lot that's free in life. I mean, it calls to bring you into this world, and when you leave it, and everything in between. Well, there is something free and valuable to your well-being, and that's for you to call 811 before you dig, pull stumps, erect a mailbox, dig a post, or start a garden. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, visit our website at msboc.us. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Little clarification here, my friend Forrest Stickpin is uh, listening in, and he knows all things about this kind of stuff, certainly from a uh, legal uh, perspective, as he works within the framework of our legal structure, advocating for policy, laws, etc. Anyhow, he says, the initiative process, in addition to prohibiting any sort of uh, ballot measure that would be related to PERS, the Public Employees Retirement System, also cannot amend the Bill of Rights or amend the initiative process or remove right to work. That's interesting. Right to work. The Bill of Rights, the initiative process, yeah, that's that makes total sense. The right to work is an interesting one there, Forrest. Thanks for sending that in and clarifying. Uh, appreciate that. So there you go. But the one that always comes to mind is PERS, and I know a lot of people say, well, that's the legislature trying to protect the people from modifying their benefits. I get it. All right, we've got uh, Jeff and Jackson, right, still on the line. Go ahead, Jeff. I still am. Thank uh, you. That was a deep discussion about the initiative and referendum, and I think, uh, certainly I think the legislature sees the writing on the wall and realizes they're going to have to to do something and hopefully they can come up with a better uh, bill than what the uh, initiative put forward. But uh, just as in a kind of a head-scratcher, 
thing I, I've observed the last, probably at least the last month, there's a uh, fairly large advertisement in some local newspapers here in Jackson, a guy holding himself out to be a uh, an expert medical marijuana doctor, and he's an expert in getting you approved, and for $150, insurance, no cash only, you can come see him and see if you qualify for uh, uh, one of these maladies that allows you to, to get a medical marijuana prescription. And the most interesting thing, he indicates that if you don't get approved, you don't have to pay. So it's there you go. I, I suspect you're going to see more and more of those. <laughs> it just struck me as kind of odd and, frankly, a little bit funny. Well, that's uh, that's interesting, and I, I'm it is kind of funny, honestly. Rhino's laughing. I'm laughing. Uh, you know, and and this is, I think, one of the reactions uh, uh, stated as an objection. Uh, the, the, by folks who don't really want to see a medical marijuana program, or certainly not one as defined in 65, is uh, just how the, it gets gained. And and I certainly understand that concern as well. I you know I don't know. It, th- then I start thinking, well, maybe it just makes sense to dispense with all that and just go straight recreational. There, that way you don't have all these issues. And then. You think about the cost of policing that sort of stuff with respect to um, being a little liberal, shall we say, in, in issuing prescriptions. Uh, it, just a lot of well, nuances there. You're going to get approved, I'm betting, if you go to this guy. It sounds like it. So he's kind of hanging a shingle. <laughs> get your medical yes, marijuana. He's been advertising for about a month. <laughs> I'll be darned. What is, where is he located? On Briarwood Drive in Jackson. Okay. How about that? I wonder if it's down there by what used to be the abortion clinic. There was no, a, no, on Briarwood oh, up there near the interstate. Well, I don't know. Yeah, there was an there, abortion but, uh, clinic right there on Briarwood Drive uh, at the interstate. Kind of by the IHOP and Chili. Yeah, that, that's, that's where it was. Four, five that's where it was. There was a... Uh, on the other side, on on the east side of the interstate, there for many years was a little abortion clinic right there. But I, I'm I'm just talking. I don't know that it just came to mind when you said Briarwood Drive. Um, but wow, that's interesting, Jeff. Appreciate appreciate that. Well, I'm making a this afternoon. <laughs> there you go. Appreciate that, Jeff. Thanks for calling in. So yeah, that's whew, That's um. Complicated stuff, and and surely there are lots of concerns about that. They're valid concerns. Uh, I still would like for somebody. Again, I'm no, not. I mean, it, Fred, at the base level, how is that any different than the the nice person set up with the table at the Walmart trying to help you with your Medicare benefits so you can get Medicare Part D and get your prescriptions for cheaper? Not. I mean, it's it's in the same ballpark if it's legalized medically. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it to me, and I I think there's a conflict though. On the one hand, I, one of the things that concerns me, as I talked about earlier, is that you, how do you say that you want to tax it at a higher rate or or just onerously be, as a sin tax, but you're okay with it being used for medicinal purposes? So you're telling, if truly it does have medicinal 
uh, improvement effects, you're telling somebody who needs it to treat that condition, you got to pay more taxes because you're sinning to relieve your pain, etc. Seems to be a conflict there. It's time for a break here on the JT Show, and it is noon when we come back after the news. We've got Senator Angela Hill. Stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. A North Carolina prosecutor says the fatal police shooting of Andrew Brown Jr. in his car last month was justified, that the officers thought Brown was going to run them over, and there will be no charges. A bill to create a bipartisan commission to look into the riot at the Capitol January 6th is opposed by House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy. The House is expected to vote on the creation of the commission this week. The agreement to form the commission was reached last week by the House Homeland Security Committee. McCarthy could potentially be among those called to testify, as he had a phone conversation with former President Trump during the Capitol attack. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. There's a Republican counterproposal to President Biden's infrastructure spending plan. A group of Senate Republicans led by West Virginia Shelley Moore Capito will meet with administration officials this afternoon. Republicans have put forward a narrowly tailored plan around $600 billion, far less than the nearly $2 trillion proposal from President Biden. Fox's Jared Halpern. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle bills. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Millions of Americans will start receiving advanced child tax credit payments in their bank accounts in July. Do you qualify? Rachel Sutherland with Fox says it depends on your income. The credits start to phase out for individuals making more than $75,000 a year, heads of household at $112,000, married couples at $150,000. Families could receive a total of $3,600 per child under the age of five, $3,000 for kids up to 17. Former state Supreme Court Justice George Carlson believes voter ID and other past initiatives will remain law despite the ruling Friday that overturned medical marijuana. They didn't address it at all on voter ID or eminent domain or any of those other initiatives that have already uh, passed, and that is uh, a battle for another day if someone chooses to fight it. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, don't get scammed. Go licensed. 
Be skeptical about door-to-door -door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, visit our website at www.msboc.us. This is for those who always show they care, who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explained to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Legislation has been introduced to establish a commission to investigate the January 6th events at the U.S. Capitol. On MSNBC, Homeland Security Committee Chair and Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson said Capitol Police did their job, but they were under attack. They were trying to protect the citadel of democracy in this country, and they will overrun. A vote on the bill is expected this week, and he's confident it'll pass the House. A new study shows Mississippi is one of the top five states in the nation for older adults. According to SeniorLiving.org, the Magnolia State came in at number three, using the most recent data from the Census Bureau and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. The rankings were determined by taxes and finances, health and medicine, and lifestyle and culture. Coming in at number one was Florida, followed by Oklahoma. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm... Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard Gibbert, Rhino. Rolling right into the afternoon, hour three of the JT Show. And joining us now in the studio, our good friend, Senator Angela Hill. She represents Marion, 
and Pearl River Counties is the chair of the County Affairs Senate Committee and vice chair of the Accountability, Efficiency, and Transparency Committee over there in the Senate. Afternoon, Senator. Thanks for joining us today. Afternoon. Glad to be here. We wanted to get you on to talk about uh, something, frankly, we've been talking about quite a bit on the show, is this adoption of critical race theory that seems to be sweeping the institutional landscape here in the United States. And while I think it's fair to say that that sort of indoctrination has sort of been restricted to the higher ed community uh, for some time, now we're seeing it start to permeate our K-12 through institutions, our corporations, it's out of control. It is out of control. And if you think it's not in Mississippi, you're wrong. Because the Mississippi Department of Education found a clever way to backdoor this into the schools in Mississippi. Um, in the fall of last year, Mississippi Department of Education published Social Emotional Learning Standards, or SEL. These standards cover five core competencies, self-awareness, self-management, responsible decision-making, relationship skills, and social awareness. Mm. So on their face, they seem innocuous, but instead, they're being used to teach social justice and critical race theory. And they're using grants to individual schools uh, through the Castle Foundation to be able to uh, get this in the school. Since MDE did not mandate it, they just did uh, a comment period through the through the Administrative Procedures Act, and they adopted it. Um, so far, they haven't made it mandatory but, what, mandatory, but what they did was they enabled schools to be able to teach this through these grants to individual schools from the Castle Foundation. So they did, a, a, they did an inroad around to get this in schools without saying, well, we, well, we required it. But it's there, and Castle is, is, you know, offering these grants and probably some other foundations as well to schools. And if you MDE even referenced the Castle Foundation on their website, so if you want to look at MDE's website, um, you, the stated goal is SEL can help address various forms of inequity. There's also a requirement that an equity monitor be assigned for meetings to discuss implementing the SEL standards. For example, MDE expects our teachers to monitor each other during meetings, document behavior such as talking too much, interpreting, interrupting others, and to report this behavior in the context of race and gender. Um, so if you dig into the Castle Foundation and look at their white papers that explain all these competencies that Mississippi Department of Education has listed, it takes you straight to critical race theory. Um, the the Castle White Paper that has all these standards listed also discusses what they call transformation SEL and states that consistent with the pursuit of educational equity, we offered the concept of transformative SEL to reflect our interest in making explicit issues such as power, privilege, prejudice, discrimination, social justice, empowerment, and self-determination in the field of SEL. So they even go so far in an excerpt from the paper for the first competency, self-awareness, it states, dominant U.S. cultural norms promote materialism or acquisitive individualism, an orientation associated with health problems and unethical behavior. These norms are even more problematic when wealth and whiteness are conflated and uncritically accepted as indicators of success. 
This fosters a sense of white racial entitlement and dominance, as well as negative biases and stereotypes about people of color and those from low-income backgrounds. So there you go. Castle admits what their goal is, transformational SEL. They're courting your school districts with grants. And how many school districts do you know are going to turn away the opportunity to get a grant? Well, they're, they're, they're buying their ideology, essentially, uh, and this is happening ac- across the country, and it's incredibly disturbing and rapidly evolving as the number one threat, I think, uh, to this democracy. And I've talked about it extensively. So, all right, so just to clarify, Senator, are you reading from official Mississippi DOE documents, or are you reading from the, the Castle uh, sort of their white paper, if you will. Their I read the five competencies from okay. the Mississippi Department of Education, and they referenced the Castle Foundation on okay. their website. Okay. Then I went to the Castle white paper gotcha. that states the competencies and elaborates on what should be how the competencies should be taught and what they're about. Okay. So the Castle grants are going to funnel their theories and what they want students taught right on into the classroom. Yeah, they're just tied yeah, to the to the, the money Absolutely. of course and that's Absolutely. the way they operate. But and you know, when you when you when you <clears throat> reference Castle on the M D E website mm-hmm. on the S E L standards, you're you're, it's there. Yeah. You, can, you can't deny it. And then all you got to do is go look up what Castle is doing with these five competencies and what these competencies are supposed to accomplish, and, and there you have it. This has been a concern that I have expressed rather regularly on the program. And gosh, Rhino, how many sound bites have we played related to this topic uh, from schools, uh, school board meetings in particular? And, of course, they're for meetings that are occurring in other areas of the country. And I, and I feel like sometimes maybe our audience wonders, well, what, why are we doing that here on the show? This is a show that's pretty much geared for the state of Mississippi. And, and why are we paying attention to what's happening in Virginia and California? And, heck, one we played last week was from Texas at one of the independent school districts that was adopting all this garbage. Well, it's because it has its way of creeping in to all states and all districts and and all of those who are governing uh, these institutions. Case in point here is our own Mississippi Department of Education. Exactly. And after we've been through this crazy pandemic year of these kids in school and out of school, some on virtual, some not on virtual, and we know that kids are behind in academics, but what is MDE interested in in the fall of 2020? They're interested in figuring out how to get socio-emotional learning standards put in the public schools as if these teachers didn't have enough to do already. Now they're tasked with monitoring each other in their SEL meetings and see who's interrupting each other and write it down based on race and gender. Well, first, as Rhino knows, <laughs> we've talked about many times, these flowered up uh, kind of terms and acronyms are just garbage. I reject them all. So, SEL, it's absolute when, I hear, garbage. when I hear SEL, I just know 
that is uh, some sort of code for something that's nefarious. It is. And, and <laughs> Every look, single the, time. These teachers are not armchair psychiatrists. No. They're not trained psychologists. No. And, you know, who do you want teaching your child what is socially acceptable? Oh, do you want man. a grant from the Castle Foundation that's been filtered through your child's public school? Do you want your tax money indoctrinating your children through the Castle Foundation's, you know, grants to the schools to get them to teach what they want them to teach i mean it's it's absolute nuts it's, i mean it's it's crazy you and you've got these schools you know that want to do away with higher level math I, you know yep. I, I kicked and screamed when common core standards were brought in because i knew that that was that was the introduction to what they termed equity i mean it was all about equity but it doesn't really matter how far down that totem pole equity is to some of these folks as long as everybody's the same and this Castle Foundation and SEL, you read MDE's website, it's all about equity, not equality, hmm. equity. So, and what is equity? Equity means if this other person has it, you should have it too. Yeah, equal uh, outcomes. You know, it's, it's not about equality and everybody having opportunity. It's about basically making sure that this person gets part of what you have and that everybody's the same and nobody excels any more than anybody else and we're all a bunch of, you know, yeah. robots in a, in, a, in a factory. Hmm. I got to tell you, folks, you can't see me. Well, you may be. Some of you may be watching. We appreciate that. That was me face palming about 14 times while the senator was reading this junk. It just, I, every day I think I've seen it all, more comes up. So now we have people in this country who are losing their jobs. Losing their jobs. You, there's big report out last couple of days. Um, a commander in the new, newly created Space Force lost his jobs because he's speaking out against. Marxism and, and adoption of that and critical race theory in our military. We're not creating warriors. Well, in this case, we're not creating good, productive, patriotic American citizens through through child development with this stuff. I start wondering, well, when, when do they teach like how to read and write and do math and stuff? That's the least thing they're worried about, these people that are at the very, very top of the educational elite echelon. That's terrible. Um, and all these foundations, all these far, far left foundations are all involved in education. They're all pulling the strings from the top down. And it's been that way for many, many years, and wow. it's only gotten worse. And, and once the Federal Department of Education was created, then you have this redistribution of wealth. Gotcha. And, you know, whatever comes down, you've got this hold, vote. Hold your you've thought. Got... We're going to take a break right here, Senator. We're going to come back okay. and talk about this some more. I'm also going to tell our listeners about the American Medical Association and how they want to infuse equity into medical treatment. Stay with us. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. 
Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 864-3752. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The switches are thrown. The signals are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. back everyone the jt show super talk mississippi we've got senator angela hill in the studio we've just been talking about how critical race theory has uh, crept its way in uh, what appears to be into the operation and maybe even the curriculum in the state of mississippi uh, based on what we can glean from the department of ed's websites and its and its connection to uh, a foundation there and it's all about money as it usually is. So one of the questions I have is um, a question of what's a good definition of critical race theory? And there are several, but basically it's uh, kind of an academic discipline that that, uh, got legs back in the early 90s 
And it was built on a framework of identity-based Marxism. Marxists believe that you need to segregate people into groups and um, encourage and promote conflict between the groups. And that's really what it does. It, it, in, in terms of what we're seeing across the institutional landscape in this country, it's all about dividing people into the, the oppressors and the oppressed. And, and what we're teaching uh, children is that this country was founded in 1619. That's usually a key tenet of CRT and not uh, 1776. 1619, I did say that, right? So in 1776, and that's when the first slaves landed, uh, were brought into the country, and that America was essentially built on structural racism and, and all the above. So it's become almost a default ideology in our public institutions. You see it in government, you see it in teacher training programs, as we're talking about here, public school systems. And now this idea, Senator, that we're calling on essentially employees, to police each other for this. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. This is, this is just antithetical to freedom and liberty, and it's certainly not anything that, that unites Americans. It, in fact, it divides it's them. It's bringing the KGB into the public schools <laughs> just in a different format, honestly. You know, you, you spy on your neighbor, you tell on your neighbor. It's, like you said, it is to bring division. It's nothing about unity. This is all about divisive identity Marxist politics in the name of harmony. Yeah, it's exact, that's <laughs> it's exact, exactly it's right. It's the exact opposite of, what, of, of how they try to sell it. Totally agree. You know, you know what we should concentrate on is how we're, we're more alike than we're different. Totally agree. You know, we're all Americans. We're more alike than we're different. Um, and, you know, that used to be our goals in, in our public institutions. But, you know, in the last years, um, you know, the whole transformation of America has, has infiltrated everything with this Marxist ideology. And if you study Marxism, you will know that that's where all this stuff was hatched. There's no question. Marxists believe that uh, industrialized societies and capitalism in general creates imbalance. It does. It absolutely does. But Marxist theory is that if you can highlight that imbalance, such as having people squawk on others, <laughs> which is what is being suggested here, and dividing people into these groups, then they, they believe that workers will eventually gain consciousness, is actually what Marxism yeah. says, of their plight, and they'll seek to overturn the, the, the means of production and just overthrow well, capitalism and usher in a and, completely new utopic socialist society. And let me read this <laughs> let me read this statement one more time, this excerpt from the Castle paper regarding the first MDE SEL competency, self-awareness. On yes. the Castle paper it states dominant US cultural norms promote materialism or acquisitive individualism, an orientation associated with health problems and unethical behavior. These norms are even more problematic when wealth and 
whiteness are conflated and uncritically accepted as indicators of success. This fosters, fosters a sense of white racial entitlement and dominance as well as negative biases and stereotypes about people of color and those from low-income backgrounds. That is right out of the Marxist handbook. It's exactly right out of it. Right and out of the Marxist handbook. And these people are funneling grants to your K-12 public schools in Mississippi, and your school boards and superintendents are applying for them and getting them. All right, so the obvious question is, Senator, what are we going to do about this? Well, I know, first of all, you filed a couple of bills, right, to address this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I filed both a resolution and a bill uh, to to you know, halt yeah. 1619 as the true founding yep. and to get critical race theory and say that the legislature does not favor critical race theory. It has no place in our public schools. Um, and, and they, you know, they both died. Why, why do you think that is? You know, I, I can't answer that question. I think that maybe now, today, People are more aware of it in Mississippi and in the legislature than they were maybe three or four months ago. I certainly hope that that's the case. I do too. And I have talked to quite a number of legislators who now are, are, you know, hearing and seeing more of this. And I think anybody that's listened to this show and sees where this is going to come through through these SEL standards. Um, I've had quite a number of senators say, Senator, do what you need to do. I'll back you okay, up. Okay, good. So, you know, I'm asking all legislators to look at this. You know, go to MDE's website, look at the Castle Foundation, read their white papers. I've got links to all of it um, to see that they're bringing critical race theory in through here. They're basically bashing capitalism and individualism. You know, they, they want to push the collective. They want to push divisiveness. Uh, this is just Marxism coming into your schools through the Castle Foundation's grants for SEL. I believe seven states have banned critical race theory in uh, their public education, and several more are considering it. One in particular we highlighted on the show last week, not a surprise, the state of Washington, on the other hand, is requiring it. It oh, requiring yeah. CRT in yeah. their yeah. curriculum. And, and, and so, boy, aren't they doing well over there in Washington. Un- unbelievable. Um, uh, so, all right, so I, I think you're right. I think there's been a lot more light shined on this issue, and I, I hopefully we get um, some traction and get this through. It, it certainly doesn't make sense that Mississippi, as a conservative state, wouldn't join in with these other states. I mean, our schools have no place of being social experiments and, and indoctrination places for what the castle thinks that, you know, the, the right way to approach um, these uh divisive issues, especially, you know, even going down as far as elementary students, you shouldn't even be talking about some of this stuff with to- these little totally kids. Agree. And look, it's not just that. I mean, look, one one teacher, teacher's wife, who the teacher works in the Forest County School District, I don't remember which school, but there was a seventh grade English class that showed a TED Talk video to seventh grade English classes that was basically an immigration lawyer that was talking about how bad our 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 the immigrants are treated that, that come in across the border. And I, I watched this thing just to see what it said. Showed mm. it to seventh grade English students in Mississippi, and it said that females are being involuntarily sterilized at the border. That was given, that was shown to seventh graders in a Forest County school. That would be me face palming again. All right, so why in the hell are we even going into that subject matter in an English class? Because these teachers. Or some of these teachers are going into education for one reason and one reason only, to use that position to advance the far-left agenda in a 
in a red state. They need to be out. They need to be out. They, they need to be need, out. They need to be but out. But you know what? There are school boards in some of these communities that are perfectly uh, well. Yep. Um, you know, uh, there's there's plenty of TED Talks that, that some of my friends' kids were showing about how horrible Christopher, Christopher Columbus is. You know, we know that... You know, we know the the real history of of our country, the good and the bad, and we need to teach the good and the bad. But basically, teaching people to hate our country and hate themselves because the color of their skin, and to have guilt because the color of their skin, that's just crazy. It's It's absolutely crazy. Well, I don't see how we as adults could expect future generations uh, to be productive uh, adults who care about their country who want to do what's best for society if we're teaching them how bad the environment is. I mean, I I think about from a business perspective, I can't imagine expecting to run a successful company if I'm constantly telling my staff how bad we are. That just doesn't make any sense to me that the environment is. And I don't know if you're aware of it, Senator, but, Rhino, we played a clip last week from uh, Loudoun County School District in Virginia where some parents read excerpts oh, of I books saw that. from ninth graders. I saw that. And there's been some like porno. Hey, there's been some pretty bad ones in Mississippi and and Common Core brought a lot of that explicit literature Stuff like in. That? Yes, absolutely. Look, I remember I can't remember the title of the book, but one one was it uh, in Rankin County School District that several of my friends' children and grandchildren oh, um, had to read and it was it was something that um, you know, it kind of make the hair on an adult stand up. And uh, so, you know, it's it all started with Common it's reprehensible. Core talking about, you know, Common Core was all about the collective, not the individual. So that that was getting all foot right. in the door. We got to go, but you, I'm asking you to commit to bringing over Dr. Wright and other folks from DOE to have a discussion about. Well, this. our education chairs and our leadership over there, they need to look really, really hard at the at it. the Mississippi Department of Education website. Look at these SEL standards and what the Castle Foundation is, is pimping out. And we need to put a stop to it. We got to go. I appreciate it, Senator, for coming in, and thanks for your passion on this matter. We'll talk soon. Thank you. The Wall Street Journal reports a 15-year high in the investment you've made in your home. The real estate market is nothing short of amazing. My friend Lee Garland will attest to that across the entire Capital City metro area. If you sell your home, the demand is red hot. For the seller, the need for good homes is incredible. They're selling fast and many times over list. For the buyer, interest rates right now are low, meaning you get more for the money. Lee Garland's customer satisfaction feedback is most impressive. Take, for instance, Rachel, she listed her home, got little or no results. Then Rachel took our advice and called the Lee Garland team, and the difference was like night and day. Lee immediately put a superior marketing strategy in action. In just four days, Rachel's home in Brandon sold for 21000 over the previous agent's list price. That's why Lee can guarantee an offer on your home within seven days. Gallo reminding you to call Lee Garland Group, EXP Realty at 601-983-1130, or go to LeeWillBuyIt.com and start packing. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. 
DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs, from decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save $30 on X2 Power Boat Batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team. 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com nomoreroofleak.com the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to dial 911 at the onset of symptoms of a heart attack or stroke the moment paramedics arrive life-saving care begins it's important to remember the first thing paramedics do is to take the time to stabilize the patient Vital information is relayed to the appropriate hospital so that heart attack or stroke teams will be ready when the patient arrives. Every second counts. Dial 911. Don't drive. Let them come to you. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Millions of Americans will start receiving advanced child tax credit payments in their bank accounts in July. Do you qualify? Rachel Sutherland with Fox says it depends on your income. The credits start to phase out for individuals making more than $75,000 a year, heads of household at $112,000, married couples at $150,000. Families could receive a total of $3,600 per child under the age of five, $3,000 for kids up to 17. Former state Supreme Court Justice George Carlson believes voter ID and other past initiatives will remain law despite the ruling Friday that overturned medical marijuana. They didn't address it at all on voter ID or eminent domain or any of those other initiatives that have already uh, passed. And that is uh, a battle for another day if someone chooses to fight it. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash MS vaccine paid for by AARP. 
Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, now, on to the real part. Dino Mike. On Super Talk Mississippi. in Boston bumping us into this segment. What an appropriate tune that is. What's the name of it, Rhino? Smoking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, our friend James Thomas, JT, he's the insurgent professor. That's his Twitter handle up there at Ole Miss. My Ole Solid Fingers. Yeah, that's him. He's the one that that uh, exactly stick your fingers in the salads, interrupt them. He's the one that uh, the the auditor of the great state of Mississippi, Shad White, is demanding a return of some money because he took off right and uh, owes some money for not showing up for work. Anyhow, he tweets. Get this. I broached the subject of crushes with my ten year old. Me. Have you had a crush? Them. No, those are distractions. Me. Distractions from what? Them. From things that really matter. So the good professor here is referring to its child. Notice how I stuck that its in there. As a them. I think he's fully woke. What do you think? I think he's full of it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Tom in Carthage says, We shouldn't be surprised all the stuff is straight out of the pages of the Communist Manifesto. we got to find, anytime we're talking about this, Rhino, we're going to have to find uh, some audio from uh, the movie The Right Stuff, where the actor portraying Lyndon Johnson, the president at the time, he's all mad because it looks like the Russians are getting up in space before we are, before America is. <laughs> and he's in a meeting around a conference table, ostensibly at the White House, with, um, I guess, some of his advisors there, and they're talking about the U.S. space program, and he says, I'm going to try to imitate it best I can. I, for one, do not intend to go to sleep by the light of a communist moon, is what he said. Um, so, I'm with you, Tom. We're raising a bunch of damn Marxists. 
That's the, look, that's the goal. These are losers. You see, if you cannot succeed in a free market where you are rewarded for serving your fellow man, yes, I'm going to say man, which refers to all humans, should we just get rid of the man and human to be woke? What can we replace it with? Well, they're trying. They've <laughs> they've taken the A out of the man part of woman and made it a Y. jeez. Oh, <laughs> it's absurd. I mean, I, I, you have to laugh. It's it's so absurd. But nonetheless... Yeah, because changing the fourth letter of a five-letter word is really going to end all of society's problems. <laughs> I'm going to say again... If you can't succeed on your own merits, if you are relying on some government-mandated system which forces you an outcome for you, then you're a loser. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And if you support that garbage, you're a loser. It's, It's easy to do that, is it not, once using and leveraging an achievement-based meritocracy, a society rooted and grounded in that concept, those concepts, has produced this massive amount of wealth and style of life that is not available anywhere else on this damn planet. It's easy to then say, oh, well, we got all we need, Let's just make everybody be equal now. Just cut up the pie. That's what's happening. You know these patriotic millionaire buffoons that are always always squawking about wanting to pay more taxes? But if you ask them, I've seen interviews with them, well, why don't you just write more checks? Well, no, they want the government to force it. They're hypocrites. You know they've got digital billboards out in front of Jeff Bezos' home. They're decrying his wealth. He needs to pay more. Yet, when you ask them, why don't you? Well, no, it only works if the government requires it. I was about to say, they don't give away those digital billboards. It's a digital billboard on a trailer. It's exp- Yeah, it's expensive. You're right. And it's it, it, uh, like it has a flash of um, like a storyboard, you know. And it's got Bezos and Elon Musk and Zuckerberg. You know those people that have done nothing for society. Zero. Well, that could be argued. (laughs) Especially Zuckerberg. (laughs) Can you count the billions of man hours that have been wasted because of what he brought into the world? You're absolutely right about that. However, there are billions of dollars that have been made by people. Very true. All right. That have utilized the platform. Why? Because all those people wasting time on it or clicking all those ads and buying I admit, I've done it. I bought stuff. Sure. It worked. If it didn't work, they wouldn't do it. If it weren't pleasing people, they wouldn't let their money go. It's simple as that. You vote on that sort of stuff. You decide on that sort of stuff with your money. 
And when the government takes it, they're taking away your decision-making power. We're going to decide how to spend your money. Horse hockey. Brian in Madison says we should just replace human with Hugh people. <laughs> Ricky and Jackson says Hewitt. Unbelievable. Uh, would you want a person that could not pass third grade to build your rocket to take you to Mars just because he had to be equal on the C Spire text line from the 662? Let's face it, they couldn't build a rocket. We talked about a few weeks ago United Airlines with its stated goal of half their pilots being minorities. I just wonder when you ever talk about the safe way to fly an airplane. That might be important. It's no different than in school. I can't imagine in English class, as the senator mentioned, we're showing films of stuff happening at the border. What the hell does that have to do with English class? And then we wonder why folks can't read and write. Good grief. It's, it's, uh, it's maddening. I mean, the, the problems with required reading in English class are nothing new. I graduated high school in 2004, and one of my required readings was The House on Mango Street by Sandra Cicernos. Okay. And it involves an entire chapter titled Red Clowns. Yep. Where the author, the speaker, is molested by a man out of Carnival. Unbelievable. That was in your... I believe that was 10th grade reading. Good grief. Not quite at the level of the porn books that Loudoun County's making their kids read. But But then again, I was in 10th grade in 2002. Yeah, I hear you. It's more like narcissists rather than Marxists. That from Eric from Crystal Springs in Mississippi on the ceasefire text line. I never buy from Amazon. I, I buy, excuse me, from Amazon, but never Facebook. That from Moe's. So, so Moe's, when you're, let's say, just browsing the Internet, you're doing a search on Google or whatever search platform you use, have you ever, just curious, have you ever clicked any of the ads that come up and explored further and made a purchase? Just asking. And the same with social media. I've never made a purchase on Facebook, but I've certainly looked at the ads. Well, I guess by saying I'm, I've made purchases on Facebook, I've clicked links to products that are advertised, displayed in my news feed that it knows are of interest to me, because that's the way it works. Now, you also know that Apple just changed their policies with respect to that. Folks have probably been seeing that, where apps are asking you, um, and sites are asking you if you, you want, certainly apps, I should say, on because it's on the Apple platform, so I should correct that, are asking you if you want to it to track through your cookies where you've browsed so that it can kind of customize the, uh, the, the tool, the platform, based on that browsing history. And now, and some folks are not happy about that, the app people, because Apple's allowing you to opt out of that. So... Because it affects their their advertising opportunities. Anyhow, we got a break uh, at this point. Got a few more texts, and then I'm still going to talk a little bit about the AMA and their strategic plan, the American Medical Association, to embed racial justice and advance health equity. We're all going to have the exact same health. How about that? A break is at uh, this time. We'll come right back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny with a 40% chance of rain, high near 85. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 67. A 40% chance of rain for your Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 85. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, 40% chance of rain, high near 85. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call two men in a truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com.
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. There you go. The great Stevie Wonder bumping us into this There is not a much better name for an album than that. You've got that right. That's a great album title. I don't know. REO Speedwagon. You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. You'd have to agree that's right up there, isn't it? Definitely top tier. (laughs) Thomas from Tupelo says, Hothern instead of human. Andy and Jackson says, always eat your cookies before someone has a chance to track them. Good advice. Get rid of all words with more than five letters. Kind of dumb it all down. Some laugh out loud from Ken on the C Spire text line. Uh, by the way, somebody was saying... Uh, Why use many word when few do? <laughs> exactly. You know, back when I went to work for old Arthur Anderson, <clears throat> now Accenture, they... they uh, required us in that division to take a, a series of communications classes. I think I may have said it's the very first one, two days, how to listen. Mainly it was shut up, you don't know anything, you stupid college degree kid with your you know big degree and 3.9 GPA. You don't know squat. Shut up and listen. They were right, of course, but there was one about how to write, and it was about sentence structure. And they had this measurement tool that they called the FOG factor. And it's an acronym that stands for something. But the firm had bought this psychology firm. They thought that was critical to their operations and development of their team and so forth. And so you'd write stuff, which we had to do a lot, um, building out these, these big IT systems, manuals and technical documents. And they put the FOG factor on it, and it would measure the number of syllables. In the words and in the and in these sentences, and they said that you should always write at the so-called eighth grade level. A lot of truth to that. Have you noticed that all this woke white paper crap is anything but that? It's got all this pepped up language to just make it seem, I guess, so serious and so sophisticated. It's like it's like walking through a buzzword blizzard. You, you got it. It's, and they invaded, invented all these words and acronyms, like this SEL, which I'd never heard of till the senator discussed it. But it's almost like, well, what are you trying to hide here? Do you really have to tell, like this AMA document, by the way, their strategic plan, 86 pages, 86 pages for their equity strategic plan, not the, not the strategic, the basic standard strategic plan for the American Medical Association, just for equity, 86 pages. I mean, can't you just boil that down to, we're all humans, you should, you should treat everybody as such as you would want to be treated? 
regardless? Then you man, would, just, just close it up. Done. You you would think all 86 pages could be condensed into the Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. Yeah, good point. Nope. We're all born. I'm looking at one of the pages here. This is on page, like, four. We're all born equal. Health is our human right. Yeah, but you. how do you force... How do you have everybody uh, receive the exact same health clinical outcome? Are we all supposed to live the same number of years now? Get the same diseases? How do you do that? That's what equity is. But look, they're proposing, just so folks will know, they're proposing in the field of medicine to abandon and reject the concepts of equality and meritocracy. They've been the goals in that field since it was invented, since it was established, since it was conceived. Now... Probably since before they were called doctors. Correct. Yeah, it's exactly right. It, it basically says that the same amount and type of resources across populations treat everybody the same, ignores the historical legacy of disinvestment. That's another one of those flowery terms. Deprivation through historical policy and practice of marginalizing and minoritizing. That's a new one for you. Communities. I challenge you folks to find me any doctor, I don't care what their race, ethnicity, gender is, that doesn't treat all their patients the, the same or, or is, is essentially blind to their race, their gender, their ethnicity, their religious beliefs. I'm talking about of the patient. I just, somebody's got to help me. I want some doctors to come on. Yeah, I treat black people different than I do white people. I just, help me out with that. It's like the sheriff of Rankin County said, they got one bias, and that's against crime and the criminals. That's what I'm talking about. By the way, the nation of Brant, France, they are banning gender-neutral terms. It don't work in French. They say it's harmful. Be gone with you Americans and your woke crap. That's what they're saying to France. The French are schooling us now. We got to go, folks. We're getting fired up. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow, right, Rhino? That's right. You'll be back here tomorrow. Stay safe. God bless. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.